Broadcasting from high above the reserve, this is Radio Harambe. Jambo, everyone, and thank you, as always, for tuning into Radio Harambe. I'm Dave McBride, broadcasting from the Radio Harambe studios, and joining me in the studio, Savari Mike. Mike, how are you? Jambo, Dave, how are you? I'm good, Mike. Um, this was one hell of a D23. Is I. If you're a Parks fan, this was quite the D23. Um, we are not going to discuss too much about the Animal Kingdom. We are going to break... It was the one park that did that got nothing. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, we're, we are going to take a little break from the Animal Kingdom. We don't do this very often, but we're going to do it today because um, for reasons passing understanding, Mike insisted that we discuss all of this stuff on the show. I don't know why we're doing this um, because we are an Animal Kingdom podcast, but Mike still insists that we have to talk about the rest of it. Uh, so before we get into all these various D23 things... Um, we do have a little bit of news from the Animal Kingdom. A little bit. Correct. So let's have at that. Okay. You want me to have at it? Yeah, go. Well, you do the local news, son. Um, oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I do do the local news. You're right about that. Well, how, how about that? Aye, aye. Okay, so let's do the local news. Uh, the first thing that kind of jumped out at me uh, was the park hours extensions. Right. Um, we have a, we had extended the park hours due to the opening of Pandora. Uh, every day they were doing eight to eleven, and they were doing two hours of extra magic hours, mm-hmm. uh, which for those of you who don't know are the resort guests only two hour you know extra hours. Um, I'm willing to bet each and every one of our listeners knows that. I would think so, but we just want to make sure. Um, and they have added to. The schedule, they were supposed to end it... July 4th. Yeah, July 4th. They have extended it through the summer, through August 19th. Right, right um, before I actually go. Yeah, so, uh, and then we'll go, I guess, into some other sort of hours. We don't know what they are. My guess is uh, they'll drop the extra magic hour at that point for sure, and probably back up the closing till 10 or so? Yeah, 9 to 10? When I last looked, I think it was like 9, 30, 10. Yes. Yeah. So that would make... For late August. Yeah, so that would make sense. Um, and w- this is... This is for those, for anybody who's been down there and who have tried to ride the Pandora rides, this is, should come as no surprise. <laughs> Because there was no way they were going to end up closing this anytime early. No, and anytime soon. I am happy to announce that I have fast passes for both Pandora attractions. As do I. You're going before me, though, right? I am, uh, yes. Um, I have pa- fast passes for both. I probably won't use... Um, River I have, Journey? I have multiple River Journey Fast Passes. I actually do, I too. probably won't use them all. Well, I'm going with my probably kids. Probably end up moving them around. Right. I'm going with my kids, so I'll let them sort of pick 
if they want to go you know having said that i probably will use it because my it's something that the little guy can go on at the end but i have two sets of fast passes for the flights of passage to make sure that i took some wrangling to get it believe me i was refreshing quite a bit um but those who listened to my original sort of semi-review of Pandora um, have all, many of them, certainly those who have disagreed with me, have uh, made it a point of making sure that um, I don't know what I'm talking about because I did not ride Flights of Passage. Um, no matter how many times I try to insist that there are more things to review than just that, um, I am finally going to be going on it. And I'll do my best to eat at the Satuli Canteen. Canteen. I will definitely eat there. Yeah, I'll do my best to do that as well because I'm told that that is a magical uh, experience that is going to um, forever change my opinion of Avatar. You'll have to post pictures of what you order? I will not do that. I do <laughs> not post my food. I do not take pictures of my food. That's poor body. I just don't do that. I don't. I'm not. I don't take pictures of my food. I don't take pictures of my drinks, and I don't take pictures of my feet. People insist on posting pictures of their feet. Uh, well, you know, if they're looking at the beach or with pool. The, with shoes on, you mean, or no? It, sometimes, when the beach, when it's the beach, it's usually not shoes. People know what I'm talking about. Instagram I've actually, folks, I've actually posted a few pictures. I know, of my, and, and of my feet it's just up. simply as annoying as but one I, there's could possibly imagine. Shoes on. Uh, speaking of Setuli Katina, uh, we are extending the mobile ordering. Now, I had a great experience with this, and I would actually absolutely recommend it. Um, they're going to ex- they're going to uh, extend it to Restaurant Source. Actually, it's already extended. Yeah. It should be there now. It yep. should be available. Um, I think they're going to do it at a few things. In Deluxe Burger has happened. And uh, Cosmic, Cosmic Rays. Rays. Yes, yeah. Recently. Uh, we have a friend that works at Cosmic we Rays. We do. So uh, they're, they're doing that now, and I'm sure this is going to continue. Uh, to move along, um, I think there's too much else. There's a couple of little food things. Check the booze. The bo- at check, food yeah, market. check the blog for that stuff. There's some. There's uh, some added booze stuff. There's some added things. We want to get to this D23 to- stuff yeah, as quickly as possible. But the last thing I want to do is the connected protect, okay. um, which is the way Disney is trying to shoehorn Avatar into some sort of conservation effort. Um, yeah, which is good because any any time they they we'll wave at conservation. Is, is great. Yeah, <laughs> is uh, is a good idea. So the uh, the conservation fund is announced. Connect to protect. Uh, they're going to commit up to a million dollars for ten endangered animals, um, and it all is part of contributions that are um, tied into things happening at Pandora. Here right, is the quotes. Good. Disney's Animal Kingdom and Pandora, the world of Avatar, both demonstrate that every animal endangered or otherwise requires a healthy habitat to thrive. This was the president of Walt Disney World Resort, who has a name I cannot pronounce. Um, through George connect- Caligridis. Caligridis. Through Connect to Protect, our guests will join us in helping the habitats critical to 10 animals here on Earth and share in our commitment to nature. Anything you want to say about this, Mike, before we move on? I mean, it's... Uh, no, it's a, it's a good way to... I'm glad they did something like this. I mean, I'm not sure why it's tied to Avatar as opposed to the rest of the park, but so be it. I mean, it's a interesting idea. It's a way to use Facebook and, you know, social media and all that kind of stuff. I, it's fine by me. Mike, did you listen to the show I did with Scott? Uh, I did. Um, okay. And I heard the constant berating of me. Yeah, well, that was fun, but uh, that was the only, that was the fun part. Scott and I, we I didn't knew get much past that. Scott and I knew going into the show that we were going to enjoy that. <laughs> um, but um, 
I just wanted to bring this up before we move on to the D23 and continue to go on with Avatar. I, I said something on there that I, I guess I've never said before, although I can't. I've always had this thought in my head um, about why the Beastly Kingdom and those things and the Yeti and that stuff works and Avatar does not. Because that's what everybody always throws at you, right? That, well, they're going to use fantastic things that don't exist. And my point was that th that the beastly kingdom and legendary animals and even, you know, somebody made a point about uh, how I, you know, cryptozoology, which is, uh, you know, accepted, you know, which is used at the Yeti, I guess. Um, you know, how these are all part of man's relation with the natural world and about man's relationship and, you know, a, a misunderstanding, I guess, to some degree or imagination in some degree of the natural world and of animals that actually are there. Um, you know, it's their projection of whatever it may be, however you want to explain it. And that is not what happens on Avatar. And that's the reason why the Beastly Kingdom would have worked, or and the reason why the Yeti works, even though they are not animals, quote unquote, um, that one are you would have. There's no such thing as a Yeti? That one would have in a zoo. Um, well, I certainly know there's no such thing as a, as a Yeti in captivity. <laughs> uh, and I guess I'd never said that before because I, got, I, I had so many Avatar defenders. Um, you know, twisting themselves into knots, trying to figure a way around that. And, and I can't believe I never had that conversation before. I think we have. Yeah, I mean, I have said from the beginning, and even, you know, early, the, the, the book about the origins of Animal Kingdom and stuff, it, Animal Kingdom, you know, the whole not a zoo thing, blah, 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 blah. Right. And it's not right. a zoo. It's not about, it's not a park about animals. It's a park about Humans. man's relationship right. with nature. Now, with conservation and today's day and age is obviously a major portion of that. Um, but culture, uh, cryptozoology, as you pointed out, you know, fear of the natural world in some way, all of that is, sorry, <laughs> is part of um, animal kingdom. So, um, you're 100 percent right. correct. Right. As I mean, I, as I am to admit that, I, I, I just, I had so many people who had listened to that and, and were trying to somehow. I mean, I got into this long Twitter debate about how you know why is it that off-planet imagination is. And I, I, I felt like saying, are you really, are you, do you really not see the difference? <laughs> I mean, the whole idea of life on another planet is something that's relatively new in the course of human history. Sure. I mean, in 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 99% of human times, the only thing off the earth was the gods. You know? Right, okay. There was no other inhabited planets. There weren't any other planets, period, until probably the Middle Ages, right, Mike? Or or even later. Right. So the idea that the that that life on another planet is somehow a part of a human culture is just incorrect it's just well, not it's not it's not it's relatively new it's um, it's relatively new but i'm going to play devil's advocate for you okay to, in today's day and age uh -huh. the last 50 years or whatever it is isn't today's mythology movies that 50 years mythology. does not make a culture of human relationship with the natural world. I'm sorry. It just doesn't. Uh, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just playing devil's advocate. I'm arguing it probably better than the people that you argued with on Twitter. And, and I think that, on, I think that on Twitter, 
I, I think that the argument that I had with other people, I mean, Twitter is the absolute worst place in the world. I hate it. That's the reason why I never go on it. Worst place to have these kind of conversations. Oh, I love it. Um, oh, it's awful. I can't wait till it's gone. But um, gone? It, it gone? soon it will hopefully pray soon we have no more of this. Well, why don't you just um, get off of it? I, I can't. You can't delete your account? I guess I could. All right, go ahead. Um, but I, I, it's a terrible place to engage in these conversations. But I think the, the, the issue that people are having is that, you know, there's no way around this. You can't make this fit with the stated goals of the animal kingdom when they created it. Agreed. And I think we're going to, I think we're going to bring that up again. That same, I, that same concept might be spoken about again as we go through the news from D23 <laughs> ever so slightly. <laughs> so let's pivot to that now. Right. Um, and, and I just I also want to say for all the people who did uh, write about um, to Scott and I and uh, about the thing, I thank you all for your opinion. I appreciate everything you think. I'm glad people like it. I really am glad people like it. Um, and I and I I what I did say with Scott was that I um, just to sort of reiterate is that I have go, I am going to re-review it entirely as if I'd never been there before. When I go back in a couple of weeks, because I think with the weather and with other things that were playing against what was happening down there, then at that time, I think it deserves another shake, another shot here. I'm curious. I mean, I mean, it's obviously very popular right now. Yeah. The two things I question is, will it have staying power? I think everybody questions that, right? Right. And that's regardless of, I mean, and well, no, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say regardless. It has something to do with the fact that when not. Avatar 2 through 12 or whatever it is he's doing. <laughs> a, actually gets made, and B, actually does decently or, or as well. I'm right. sure it'll do relatively okay, but I, I, I can't imagine it's going to challenge, you know, Star Wars and whatever. Oh, I can't. And the other big thing is in a couple of years when Star Wars lands open, is anybody going to care about Avatar land? That's, that's the big thing. So let's, with that said... Let's move to what I think is, at least in my memory, the biggest flood of park news we've ever gotten at a D23. Uh, Do you remember so many major changes all being confirmed and announced across multiple parks? No, the only one, right? I mean, the, the two years ago, was it two years ago that we got um, the Star Wars land? Uh, and well, um, yeah, but we're finally getting. I mean, just the 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 the, the amount of information, right? And everything that we're getting here is just was staggering. I thought, uh, yeah, there was a lot. There was definitely a lot. It was uh, less in some ways than I thought. Really? Uh, well, I mean, there was a well, lot. Well, yeah, because of there was something. Epcot, yes, 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 yes. There was a lot of stuff about Epcot. There was there uh, was um, um, the biggest one that everybody was was thinking was that another country was going to be announced. Right. Of course. And I don't know how many times people have to have that rug pulled out from under. Them. <laughs> I know. I I, I was mean, buying it. You were buying it, and Mike, you've been down that road for 40, sure, 30 I years. I didn't buy the Puerto Rico and all that kind of stuff. Ooh. I didn't buy any of that. But for whatever reason, I mean, a couple of sources were saying it's all but confirmed. Brazil's uh, coming. Yeah. Well, it's, a couple other it's, people said Brazil and Spain are coming. It's all but unconfirmed, folks. Squat. So let's get into it. Let's do it by. By um, park, so I know you have it kind of put out here. You know, you, you, I, I'm looking at the information that you're yeah, working kind of, off of. Right. But let's start with off 
Disney World property quickly because okay. there's a couple of small sure. things about off the property, right? We have uh, an announcement of new cruise ships. Right. So And some changes in Disneyland. Right. So D23, they announced that we've known that two new ships were being built in Germany with completion dates of 2021 and 2023. They announced that there's actually going to be three. Right. So there'll be ones in 2021, 2022, 2023, and they'll all be um, a slightly larger than the Dream and the Fantasy, which are the bigger of the two of the four, excuse right. me, that we have now. Right. Um, cruise ships are constantly getting bigger and bigger. I mean, when the when the Dream and the Fantasy was built, which seems like yesterday, um, you know, they were relatively high up in the pecking order of capacity size right. for a cruise ship, and now they're not even anywhere near the top right you know i mean they're building ones now that norwegian cruise lines and royal caribbean are building ones now that are just staggeringly big <laughs> i mean just does it, does it, at some point it gets too big i mean i, mean, I, I don't I mean guess for, it, I for, guess for, for sinking purposes but i mean for right a comfort purposes especially if you have like i like a castaway key where i mean i don't know i yeah. I, I, I i say this to my wife as we see these things on tv all the time it all depends on how the company handles yep the board, uh, you know, people getting on and off the ship, which is where the bottlenecks can occur, right? You know, and things like that. And Disney's going to have the same challenge. I mean, if you're gonna going to have a capacity, you have a terminal and a um, gangway situation that mm-hmm. was built for a ship of the size of the Magic. It mm-hmm. ha- seems to handle the dream and the fantasy pretty well. There aren't any complaints. But if you continue to get larger, at one, at some point, they're going to probably have to expand the terminal as well. The other thing they get into is at some point. Do they have is is one terminal is one dock enough? You know, right. can they move things in and out? Are they going to so with seven ships in line now? Mm-hmm. We're getting to the point where you know uh, there there's some are going to have to be permanently placed elsewhere, right? I would and, imagine, that and would so be true anyway. and so they were so we're probably approaching the time where we hear about a terminal permanent Disney Cruise Line terminal being built. Somewhere else, like Europe, California, something like that. I would assume so. I don't know enough about the cruise industry in California to see yeah, whether know. or not it's big enough to support uh, it. Um, you know, maybe maybe something even you know in the Northeast, right. where you have two ships running constantly during the summer. Um, you know, like they do. Um, I, I don't know. You know, doing their Bermuda runs, that kind of stuff. But it's interesting. We'll see where we go. You can hear the uh, wildlife <laughs> chirping in the background. You're going to hear that for the rest of the show, I think. We're going to go through uh, Disneyland yeah, quick, stuff quickly. Real let's quick. go through that fast. Yeah. Um, Paradise Pier is going to become Pixar Pier. A lot of people are complaining about that one. Cars Land. Well, be getting- well I mean, I, I agree with the complaint because what does Pixar have to do with the pier? Nothing. Zero. Zero. So it's just shoehorning something else in it, which right, is well, fine. Again, we'll. Get to more of that later. Cars Land will get a Halloween overlay. Cool. Uh, they announced, oh, they with no specificity, that there will be more Marvel attractions coming to Dis- DCA. How are they doing that? They haven't said. All they've said is Spider-Man and the Avengers will be joining Guardians of the Galaxy. They haven't even said if it's going to be a ride. Okay, so we have to... So just quickly, Mike. Um, Universal has the contract... For um, Universal has the con- that was not one of the wildlife that was my <laughs> wife. Uh, Universal has the contract for um, Marvel characters, but Guardians of the Galaxy manages to get around it because of what the, uh, there's okay. the, the timing so the, of it, right? 
The language of the contract says that Universal has the rights to the characters that they have in their park, as well as anybody in that family of characters. So even though they don't have, let's say, and this is going to be for comic book nerds, go, yeah, but, but go it, for it. even though they don't have, let's say, a, I don't know, is Venom in the Spider-Man, right? Or whatever, whatever, some yeah, sort of. So, they, so, so Venom is part of the Spider-Man world. Right. They can't do, they can do a Venom ride in Universal, not in Disney. Right. Um, so Avengers is a big um, family, per se. So there, you know, that it covers a lot of different people, even though there's no. You know, attraction based upon the Black Panther, and there's a new Black Panther. He's movie an Avenger, out. right? They would not be able to do that. Guardians of the Galaxy apparently doesn't fit in any of those families, and neither does uh, Doctor Strange, which had a movie last year because they had a meet and greet character uh, walking right. around the park. So, so how uh, are they getting the Avengers and Spider Man in? in California? Yeah, because it's oh, the contract only uh, applies to east of the Mississippi. Oh, okay. So there you go. So California. Disneyland could do whatever the heck they want okay, to do. Okay, so California is going to be inundated with Marvel soon. Uh, quickly, what else we have here? You know, it'll be uh, interesting just to, uh, uh, it's just, and we'll, it's not really relevant, but real quick. It'll be interesting to see if Disney can do Spider-Man better than Universal and what that'll mean in the long term. That's one of Universal's more regarded things. Yeah, one of the yeah. highest regarded uh, rides. But anyway, so other going through uh, the rest of... Yeah, there's some little things, California. Right? Yeah, Paint the Night's coming back. It's going to be at DCA, and there's a Pixar parade that's moving over from DCA to Disneyland, and cool. Disneyland's getting something called Pixar Fest. We don't know what that is. No, other than uh, I'm assuming it's just some there'll be food and drink and all that kind of stuff. But no, okay, we don't know. Okay, so let's go over to let's start with um, the worst park on Disney World property, uh, right. which is uh, which may in a few years time become the best could or, or one of them for sure uh let's do the hollywood studios because we okay. got a lot of information from the hollywood studios sure. um uh, yeah y- yes let's do the hollywood studios first. sure let's go there so uh they announced that toy story land they haven't given any more additional information right. about it other but than other a concept than- art well, the concept art was already there. They already had the really this art. The, the one I'm looking at here. Great radio with the with the entrance to Slinky Dog and the. Actually, that concept art might be a little bit different. Actually, okay. Um, but the real thing is they've announced that it's opening summer of 2018, so it'll be out next year, which is right around the corner. I mean, that's a that's a right. that's a. And I think we discussed this early when they announced Toy Story Land coming at the last D23, that we expected the Toy Story Land to go before Star Wars because it seemed very much less involved it's really two sort of kitty rides and some attract you know you know whatever and some theming and stuff like that it should be nice i i'm looking forward to it i think it's a good idea but yeah but i mean what, what they say quickly and um you know start start tweeting at me now as the negativity begins um what they say what when they when they approach it to you they say well the people are going to experience the world of andy's backyard right um, then you look at the concept art for what you're looking at, and you're not. It's not experiencing the world of Andy's backyard. Uh, it just doesn't really speak well that I way mean, at all. I mean, what would you want? Like a white picket fence? I mean, you're I don't know, Mike. Well, they got one. The they size. got one. Look, they got one. They got one. That's so they are going to do that. So what are you worried about because um, <laughs> this, especially the front of this, yeah. the concept art I'm seeing for the Slinky Dog thing. 
I don't know, Mike. Well, I, I what do you think? See. I mean, are you are you excited? Do you think that's a nice piece yeah, of concept art? You do? I do. I'm looking. I mean, to this it. this looks like the front of the Slinky Dog ride thing, where the queue is. I mean, that looks like something from a, you know, from the Jersey Shore. Well, we'll it's see. just not. We'll it's just not. <laughs> you, you know, I I, I don't. I am excited about it because I want to see the expansion of Pixar for sure. Sure. And I think this is going to be a good good thing uh, overall. I just. Um, you know, I just think there's got to be a little bit more happening here. But, um, <laughs> okay. I do not think that Toy Story Land um, is... It doesn't appear to me from... I guess my point is, you add this to the Toy Story Land um, art that came out ages ago, I guess now, right? When did that yeah, come out? Yeah, yeah a couple well, when years they, ago. Uh, yeah, when the last D23. You add, yeah, add, I think even before that, this is 2015, the first one I'm reading here. All right. Um, I think if you look at that... Yeah, well, that was the last D23. They do every Oh, really? Year. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if you look at that, um, it, it's not... It doesn't... Mm, Cars Land. It does, it's not going to be the our equivalent of Cars Land. Let's no. Put that way. No. And uh, that, I think that's kind of what I was hoping for. I don't mean to be negative about it. I just, I just think that... Um, I think I was hoping for maybe I think this a little closer to, a to nice, the Cars Land, fun little land. Yeah. Cars Land is awe-inspiring. Yeah, and I was hoping for I, I was hoping for something awe-inspiring yeah, because I'm Star Wars and Pandora. I'm afraid that Pixar mm-hmm. is going to f- get crushed under the weight of the Death Star landing. Well, I a think, couple of blocks away. I think that's why it's opening up a year earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's also, I mean, it's more kids oriented. Sure. I, mean, I, don't even, I don't know what Star Wars, the the rides that they're going to have, like, um, you know, height restrictions, probably. Right. I mean, we'll see. Okay. But Toy Story, but there's very little to do for kids in Hollywood studios. So what else we got? We got it. We're 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 losing the great movie ride. The great movie ride uh, as of August nineteenth. Yeah, I gotta have to go on. Uh, this one, I mean, we had heard shortly beforehand that Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway was coming to, um, I mean, well, they announced the name at the D23, but we had heard a Mickey Mouse-inspired um, attraction was going to play, replace the great movie ride. It is, it, well, let me read you a couple of things that they, they have here. The attraction will put you inside the wacky and unpredictable world of a Mickey Mouse cartoon <laughs> short where you're the star and anything can happen. The zany, out-of-control adventures, um, surprising twists and turns, dazzling visual effects, and mind-boggling transformations that happen before your eyes. <laughs> okay. I don't know what that means. And yeah, then, it doesn't then, mean anything. I mean, gets, we're really at the conceptual phase here. Right, but then the, but this is a little bit more specific, but I still don't know what it means. The, the, the attraction will feature a new story and a new singable attraction, theme song, whatever, as well as a new experience we're calling Two and a Half D. Now, is that telling us that this is going to be a screens-based ride? No, then they specifically say no glasses required. Okay, so so we're going to start off this right away. Um, yes, that's exactly what that means. Well, that I mean, every attraction, and we'll get to this. Every attraction that they announced, except for one, is based on and the other and the one I'm talking about. I guess we'll probably have screens. Is screen-based technology yep. is because yep. I think both Star Wars ones are going to be. Yep, and that sucks. Yep, <laughs> we'll keep on going. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with getting rid of the Great Movie Ride. I have long since thought the Great Movie Ride has run its course. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean it's it, fine, but I mean, yeah. like the acting in there is, you know, whatever. I mean, I've it's just run its course. 
I wouldn't have been, I, I would have been perfectly happy with a overhaul of it to remove that element and to make it just sure. a dark ride through the movies because the animatronics in them are fantastic. Uh, you hate to see those things lost. You'd hate to see, I hate to see the Wizard of Oz play things and some, yeah, some of the things in there lost because they are very good. I mean, the, you know, the, the, the Western stuff. I mean, they're, very, they're really good. It's fine. I mean, it was a, it was a neat ride for its time, but it, again, it was another one of those things where, you know where the concept was going to wear out after a little while, and it would have to be updated constantly. And uh, you know, and and to 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 kind of stay with it, they put in some movies there that you know weren't going to hold for generations. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, um, and uh, that is another thing I think we're going to return to another concept yeah. we might return to further on down the road. But uh, yes, I, it does it does sound like despite their bloviating over how um, incredible this is going to be. Um, I'm going to hold judgment on that because I'm not so sure just, just listening sure. to this that this is really the groundbreaking game changer of a ride. I'm but also, maybe it is. Yeah, I'm also not thrilled that it's based upon the new shorts. Although I don't mind the new shorts. They're fine, whatever. I mean, I would have preferred more of a classic Mickey and Minnie kind of thing than... I think for or or, or you know uh, Mickey through the ages and yeah used I all think, of them that have right. been fine too. Mickey, we have a Mickey has a couple of problems. Um, he is the icon of this great company, this huge company, um, and the company is based on films. The park is based on films, and Mickey has not appeared in many films over the years. He Fantasia's hasn't been in many movies. Fantasia is really it. Um, so they are limited in what they can do. But I agree with you that um, using Mickey and Minnie as maybe a way to get you into the world of the creation of animation and and how animation is, you know, not not an edutainment type of ride, but something that, yeah, goes Mickey through the ages and, and gives you a background sure. of Mickey, of, of the character. I'd like to see Sorcerer Mickey. I'd like to see Steamboat Willie Mickey. Yeah, and bring him all the way up to yeah. Mickey Mouse I mean, and you Clubhouse. Could do a zany, you know, I mean, madcap kind sure, of thing. But. Sure, sure. I mean, I like that they're using Mickey as a, as a basis for the ride. I think sure. it's going to be really, really popular. Um, we'll see, unless it sucks. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see. Uh, yeah. But, I, I mean, we'll see. Because the shorts, um, you know, it's part of the company's film history. If they go back to the shorts mm-hmm. of the early days, there's really some great stuff there. So we'll see how they we'll see how they go. But uh, it's very nebulous what they're saying right now. Uh, but, yes. again, but very confident. <laughs> <laughs> nebulous, yes, very but confident. very confident. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, exactly. There was another little thing announced. Yeah, there was. Disney's Hollywood Studios. Yes, I there can't. Was. Remember what it was. Maybe you could help me out there. Dave. Uh, so, <sighs> <laughs> this actually came before the parks and resorts uh, yeah, announcements. Yeah, the, 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 um, the gist of it, anyway. So, what Mike is talking about is, uh, I mean, what's the news we got here, Mike? That the name of the air of the Star Wars area is Galaxy's Edge, which is stupid. It is stupid. Everybody's uh, got called Star Wars Land anyway. It, yeah. Um, let's go over to Star Wars. No, nobody's going to say let's go to Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, it's 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 <laughs> it's stupid. Um, but it, but everybody will say Star Wars, so that's Absolutely. fine. Um, yeah, whatever. It but it matter. needed something other than that. Um, so, and we got a rather large model. Mm-hmm. A very interesting model. We got a time frame. What what is the new? What are the what what is the actual? New information that we got, just informationally. The opening date. Opening date of 
of oh uh, summer of 2019. Okay, so they said it would be open before the next D23, which <laughs> would be the summer of uh, 2019. Uh, I can't wait. And the name, right? And you got to see it's a full scale model. And we that's, got to see the, the full gist. scale model, which is There's a related news big. event, but we we'll, we could talk about that next. Yeah. It is big. The full-scale model is really shows this is going to be one hell of an area. Well, if, if we're going to get all this, you know, all this background stuff that you see, um, it is not dissimilar from the um, concept art that we had previously no, yeah, discussed. Looks, looks I mean, they're good. really working on that. So that it's a piece lot of, of buildings. That piece of concept art is uh, yeah, a lot of buildings. I'm interested in what that's all going to be. Yeah, it looks like you built the whole city. Yeah. Um, so basically what they did was, um, and, and this is kind of what surprises me a little bit about all this, is, you know, there's so many really cool locations in all of the Star Wars films, and we're up to nine of them now? Wait, eight of yes. them. Eight of them, there'll be nine seven in a couple of weeks. Seven in Rogue One. Uh, excuse me, a couple of months, right. pardon, pardon me. So, so there'll be nine. Um, and there's a lot of places that they could have created. So they could have done a, you know... Tatooine? <laughs> yeah. Instead, they chose to create their own. A new place, which right. gives, which is kind of cheating a little bit. Let's be honest for the for the for the Imagineers. It's making it a little easier on them, um, but um, which is another concept I'm going to come back to later on. But not with this. Uh, and um, I think it's a good idea myself. It is whether it's good or not. It, it is the you know it is much easier to have an op- a blue sky than to have to work off a template of something. Um, right. So they're able to shoehorn things, and it, it very much has a Disney. Star Wars film feel to it rather than a George Lucas oh, Star Wars yeah, film it, feel it to it. It feels very. Um, it feels like a combination between Jetta in Rogue One. Uh, yeah, kind of. And Maz Kanatis. Yeah, I, I feel more Jetta. Yeah, more, more Jetta because it's, it's more, more urban. Bokey one. Yeah, yeah. But the but the um, but the uh, construction of some of it looks yeah, a little Maz Kanata-ish. Fine. Yeah, it's fine. Um, so we're definitely seeing a, and you know you're in the forest and all that kind of stuff. That kind of gives you the mosque. You didn't have that in Jetta. Jetta was very, very urban feeling. Um, yeah, Mike is right. There's a huge amount of buildings. There's a lot of little nooks and crannies in here, and a lot of places to walk. And there's obviously going to be restaurants, which I think Mike might mention. And um, uh, there's going to be. Uh, various things. I, I mean, we see a Millennium Falcon. We know there's going to be a ride based on the Millennium Falcon, but we also see a TIE fighter there, a black TIE fighter right. for First Order TIE fighter. We see, I mean, it, it, there's a lot of, so there is a, um, a parks fly-through on the parks blog. Mm-hmm. Um, you're seeing an overview, and I'll just kind of walk through this, so if you want to watch the fly-through, you can see. You're seeing a black First Order TIE fighter, so that already puts you in the post- Lucas time frame. Right. So even though they're going to try to bring everything into it somehow, obviously that's not what they want to do here. They, they're promoting the post-Lucas time frame. And they announced three. And then, then we see an X-Wing fighter, sorry to interrupt, okay. which is also a first, a, a, a resistance fighter. Mm-hmm. It is not one of the Luke Skywalker right. fighters from Lucas. The only thing I was going to say that they announced three different characters that you'll be able to meet. Chewbacca, mm-hmm. which is in all, BB-8 and Kylo Ren. Okay, so we're so we're. So that st- right. sticks with that 
theme of right. not Lucas Star Wars. Which is the reason why I've gone from holy shnikes. I cannot wait for this to be made shnikes. to, oh, so we're just promoting Disney movies again. Like, I'm somewhere in between now. When I, when I was first at a, oh, my God, there's so much they can do. This will be incredible. Every kid, every four-year-old has seen The Empire Strikes Back. We could do, you know, or we could, uh. we could see all these. Mike, more people, even kids, have seen the original Vader Star Wars movies than have seen the recent ones. You're still going to get Chewbacca. You're well, still going to get... All I'm saying is... Instead of you're flying the Millennium Falcon for goodness sake. So they, I I I get that I get that, but I bet you I'll be flying it with Ray and not with Han Solo. I'm just saying. <laughs> and, and apparently they're working it so that how you well you do, and I guess this will be matched up to the Magic Bands. Although they said Pandora yes, was going to have Magic Band stuff. But so. read about to, to talk about this thing with the because it's going to relate to what you. You might get yelled at in the canteen or something. Yeah, so if you do very well on the, I guess it's the Millennium Falcon ride as opposed to the First Order one. Um, there's two rides. One where you get to ride the Millennium Falcon. Another one you're thrust in the battle between um, the First Order and, and the, the Republic. Um, how well you do, like if you do poorly, you might get yelled at by um, by a bounty hunter walking around. Um, and if you do really well, you might get extra credits whatever that means. Um, I, I guess it's all going to be tied to your magic band. But again, um, not to be a snarky, we were told that Avatar was going to have stuff hooked up with your magic bands, and, and that didn't not, come. Yeah, right. It has not either. So let's. Yeah. I'm going to wait to see if they actually pull this one off. I love BB-8. So do I. I like Kylo Ren. I You're going to see Arc 2. We're going to see a little bit more of Kylo Ren to tell me whether or not I really like him. Okay. Um but I, I liked him in the first one. Um, I do know this. If I walk around a, come around a corner and revealed in front of me is a life-size convincing Millennium Falcon, I'll probably fall to the ground and cry. Because... I'll put that on Snapchat. I mean, that <laughs> that will be the killer for me, right? Well, that's what you're going to have. It's there. That's the what you're going to have. And so I, I want that. So I, the only reason why I'm saying this, Mike, is because there are some things about this that are a little disappointing. Um, again, we're going to go back into this theme of Disney cross-marketing. Um, I, 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 I am worried that Disney is, is more concerned with cross-marketing their films and their merchandise than they are with honoring the legacy of this incredible franchise of films, oh, the yeah. single most popular ever created. They don't care about and the legacy. I, Harry Potter, from all, I've never been into the Harry Potter land, but from every Harry Potter fan that walked in there, those people are convinced that the folks who created that were concerned more about the legacy than selling stuff. And I just want to make sure about that. I just want to make sure that that is what we get here. Yeah, well, um, okay. The, 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 that's that's all I'm saying. Sure. So J.K. Um, Rowling uh, had a hand in designing it because that's the contract she signed. She said she wanted to be exactly. involved, much like James Cameron in Avatar. Exactly. You don't so have that I, with Star Wars. I, I want that with well, Star Wars. you don't have it with Star Wars. So Lucas if we out. don't get... I, I understand. So if we don't get that, and instead we get a cross-marketing thing, I'll be disappointed in that. But having said all that, 
All they need to do is show me these concept photos of the Millennium Falcon standing there and somebody and me being able to walk underneath it, and I don't care about the rest. It's Star Wars. It's gonna be a huge hit. You'll you'll have R two D two. You have the Millennium Falcon. I want Vader. You'll you'll have Vader. I'm sure that he'll be there. I want Vader. I want I want stormtroopers. Well, they've already announced they're going to bring that stupid First Order march to Well, them. I don't want First Order. I want to go back oh, to the getting, empirical, Imperial. Okay. That's what you're getting. So the only thing that could that could change here, Mike, is if by the time it opens, the next prequel, because we're having another prequel. You mean the Han Solo movie? Yeah. If that's a ginormous success, or they think it's going to be, and they say, oh, wait a minute. Maybe we need to add a little more elements of the original Star Wars in here. Well, based upon what's happening with that movie, I'm not sure if that's they're going to feel I agree. that way. I agree. I mean, is you there know, anything more on Star Wars before we move on? Uh, are we done with Hollywood Studios with this one? I, are we? I, Did, was there any information on the on the attractions? You you mentioned this quickly. Um, nothing more. Yeah, nothing but, more. We've already known that it was. You get to ride the Millennium Falcon, and you get to okay. Uh, you get thrust in the middle of the First Order battle. So what it says is one attraction will make you feel like you're on a Star Destroyer inside a hangar bay. That's it's an the First Order thing. Built on a scale we've never done before, which they say about everything. Um, the second attraction will give guests the opportunity to fly the Millennium Falcon, piloting the ship, shooting the blasters, and then we talk about the thing. Right, Mike they gave a little bit more information about the Battle uh, of the First Order one. Right. And I, I am with Mike in that both of these look like film screen-based yeah, attractions, uh, which continues to disappoint me. But I'm not going to go off on on this one <laughs> because I don't know yet. Yeah, I'm just assuming. So let's let's wait and see. Because it's Star Wars, you almost... I mean, I get that. Nope, I don't. Next. Disagree. Uh, Next. Um, I think that's it for... For the Hollywood Studios? Studios. So let's... Let's go to Magic Kingdom. No. Let's no? not. Let's go outside the parks and continue oh, with right, Star right, Wars. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Because they announced a Star Wars-inspired resort will debut oh. as part of the new Disney 360 vacation concept. They didn't say where it's going to be. I mean, no, all I know, didn't. it could be right next to Hollywood Studios. Right. They, they didn't. The revolutionary new vacation experience will be a living adventure that allows guests to immerse themselves in an entirely new form of Disney storytelling. Uh, they love to say this. It's unlike anything that exists today. Right. Bob, the, Bob Chapek must have said that 15 so, times yep. during the course of this. Every single thing we've we talked about. Every, uh, so far, every <laughs> single ride we've talked about, Mike. Arrive. That's what they say. This is a game changer. Yeah. Never been done before. We've never tried this. Everything. They don't say, yeah, it's a, a coaster. Every cool, single thing. Keep going. <laughs> you will become part of a Star Wars story. You will immediately become a citizen of the galaxy and experience all that entails, including dressing up in the proper attire. Once you leave Earth, you will discover a starship alive with characters, stories, and adventures that unfold all around you. It's 100% immersive, and the story will touch every single minute of your day. Cool. It will culminate in a unique journey for every person who visits. That's what they said. I have since heard that the price structure will be approximately, (laughs) for a family of four for two nights, (laughs) $2,500. So it's not going to be for everybody, including me. So, uh, and I'm a, based upon in this. Fact, of all the Star Wars, the meat, big Star Wars fanatics I know, and Mike, I know some right serious Star Wars, like world renowned Star Wars fanatics, are friends of mine, um, and uh, none of them can afford that. No, and, and so they all shut out of that. Yeah, because here's the big problem. Unlike, you know, when they build the 
Grand Floridian. It's a beautiful uh, hotel, or the Four Seasons, where people can't necessarily afford the, you know, $600 a night or whatever it is. Um, I can still walk into the Grand Floridian, have dinner. I could still walk into the Four Seasons and have a drink, walk around. Based upon this, the description of it, yeah. I don't think you, as the guest of you know staying at the Polynesian or Pop Century, it doesn't matter, will be allowed in the resort. Or certainly there will be a very limited ability to I see would, it. I, I, think. I suspect you're either in or you're out. I would think. I also think that this would be better served, and maybe I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is almost we like, know that this is almost like um, you know spending the money on a cruise. Yeah, no, it's all immersive and blah 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 blah. Don't you think this would be better served not in Disney World, uh, its own little thing out in the maybe Pennsylvania Catskills? Yeah, or you just you know spend a. Uh, Three a weekend, you know, you spend a lot sure. of money. Sure, I get it, sure. but I mean, it's all immersive and it's all its own thing. I mean, do people really want to spend this kind of money and just stay in the hotel, never going out into the? I mean, because based upon this, I'm not going to want to go out into the Magic Kingdom because you certainly can't afford to. Yeah, you may be. I mean, be, I, maybe these people won't even buy park tickets. I don't know. Before I come off of this, I, I just want to just want to reiterate that Mike is speculating on this price. Oh, we, absolutely. Don't, we don't know this yet. Uh, well, this and this is from... so this is so nebulous. I can't even comment on this. I mean, the idea of a Star Wars resort is a great one, but they start talking about there. all this other stuff. I mean, you, you don't know what's going to happen. I don't here. know. We, we, this is this is you can't you just and don't know. It, uh, full disclosure, the price structure came from uh, Len Testa, who you know, claims that he's been getting information. I mean, sometimes his fine. information's good. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, Len doesn't generally doesn't say things on a whim. Right. Um, so let's stay outside the yes, park. Yes, there's a couple of things out there. Yeah. One I forgot, I think I forgot to send to you, I, that came later on. What's that? And I'll touch that one first. Okay. The new DVC resort was announced. Yes, I did They read announced this. their 15th Disney Vacation Club mm-hmm. resort. It's called the Disney's Riviera Resort. The resort will be located near Epcot, and it's actually going to be in the spot where they demo, uh, there was some demolition of Caribbean Beach. It's going to be over there. Um, the guests will be able to see the nighttime spectaculars of both the Hollywood Studios and Epcot thanks to a rooftop restaurant. Uh, the new resort will feature about 300 units spread across a variety of accommodation types, i.e. different t- levels of suites and, and rooms and stuff like that. And, Dave, yeah, the new... Skyway transportation system, which we could talk about next, will connect this with some other things. Expected to open in the fall of 2019. Uh, did they put out any um, concept art on this? Uh, just yeah, there was one picture of it uh, um, out, you know, from the outside. Okay. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, so so let's move on to um, time for us to eat a little crow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike, it's time for us to eat a little crow. A little crow. You uh, and I, I scoffed at this notion pretty much. The gondola? The gondola. I even we, I scoffed so much I made fun of the word gondola for half an hour. Um, <laughs> and it is called the Disney Skyliner, right? And uh, it is correct. It's going to connect. That's a pretty nondescript looking building. So it's going to connect. <laughs> it's going to connect uh, the Art of Animation, Pop Century, Caribbean Beach Resort, mm-hmm. and other locations. Which I think they're meaning the Riviera Resort, right? But uh, there might be some other things. But yes, with and it's going to connect all with the Hollywood Studios 
and Epcot. So at the International I, Gateway, they said. Too, so I'm the assuming then, therefore, we can hop on the gondola from Epcot to the studios and vice versa. Correct. So we're going to have streamlined, quicker um, transportation than the boats. Because the boats take probably 30 Forever. minutes or so by yeah. the time you get over there. Because um, they stop at all the other resorts. stop at all the other resorts. And they're not exactly, you're not, you're not taking speed boats here. No. Um, you can outwalk them. Right. Uh, and so all they did was show some pictures of some designs in the well, side. Well, I mean, the apparently the cars are going to have different yeah. Mickey, really yeah, like I mean, Haunted Mansion, yeah. and Mickey Mouse. But this is a go- these are gondolas. This is, this is, looks like it's going to be enclosed, which is important because right. of the rain, all that stuff. So it's Air not conditioned, hopefully. It's not, and uh, probably bigger. So this is going to be, right. these are going to be bigger than, so So the, if you're thinking of the old Skyway in tomorrow. In, uh, in right, where uh, four people can cram it. Yeah, it's right. not that. It's, no. um, so it's going to be bigger than that. Um, so uh, there really isn't much to say on this other than that they announced that it's going to happen. Yeah, they announced it for sure. And they announced another form of transportation. And, and I just want to, before we sure. go, Mike, I think the, the concept of a streamlined service between those two parks is fantastic. I mean, that's a great idea. I'm, I'm thrilled about it. I think this is a really good idea. The only issue I have with it, it's not really an issue, but... W- the monorail breaks down all the time. When that thing breaks down, oh, oh yeah, you're yeah. stuck up there. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be bad. Oh, no doubt. That's my biggest problem. However, this is a lot simpler technology than the monorail. Um, uh, presumably, yes. Yeah. So I, I would think it's a little bit easier. This is why they're building this and not a monorail. Let's be honest. Well, it's obviously cheaper. Would, monorail would do it much more efficiently than sure. this would. Sure, if it was cheap um, enough. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so. Your final, is this the final outside park story? Uh, I believe it is. Yeah. Disney is going after Uber, Mike. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, they're hammering down on Uber. I, I would, so, so read the story. Oh, sure. So uh, basically, I mean, I'm not, it's, there's not too, too much to discuss. It's it, basically Disney is offering their own Uber system. It's a vehicle themed to the one and only Minnie Mouse. One, I love the way you threw in the one and only there. <laughs> because they are called. Mini vans. Mini. Get it? Uh. <laughs> All of these red uh, uh, vans, yuck, excuse yuck, me, yuck, were yuck, painted yuck. red. I've actually seen them. They're out now. Yeah, there's pictures of them. The yeah, red with uh, the, the uh, polka dots. People at, uh, on Twitter today saw them on the parks. Um, and they have the white polka dots like Minnie Mouse's dress. He just believes The price point, my Twitter. understanding, is $20 a ride, which is more expensive by double than Uber. <laughs> Um, in Florida, around here, right, in, in, right, in right, New York right. area, it's probably a so. Good what do you deal, think they're gonna do? The, well, go ahead to Uber and Lyft. What do you think uh, they're gonna do? I mean, like not allow them in. Well, they're public roads; they can't not allow right. them in. But what they can do is not allow them into the resorts. Can't allow them past the gate at the resorts. They could do that. Um, right now, like in some parks, I mean, they can make it very difficult. Right. So, for example, um. If I took an Uber from, you know, my resort, whatever, to the Magic Kingdom, they drop you off at the TTC. So what I typically do, you know, as an inside, uh, you know, trick, I tell me tell them to drop me off at the uh, Contemporary and walk over. This Uber, for you know, minivan, maybe will drop you off in a designated spot by the buses right in front of the park. Sure, possible. Sure. Um, for twice know, as much. They may make it right for twice as much. They may make it more difficult. Uh, for like the Uber place, Lyft, Uber, and uh, Lyft spots right. could be farther away. So you have to go hiking over to, uh, you know, like the other side of the parking lot, for example. 
Um, in some places, it's a little bit more convenient than others. Right. Like in Epcot, you have to go past the buses, and it's like on the other sure. side. It's not. It's not really that bad, sure. but it's. You know, in the Animal Kingdom, it's a little bit closer. For example, it's just past where the trams are. So it's where you pick up the trams. It's really not that big of a deal. It's almost the same walk as if you were going to the buses. I mean, cool. they can make all of that more difficult, even if they don't decide to like bar them coming into right. the resorts and stuff. So I mean, they could theoretically not allow them into the the park itself. They could. They could do that. They could. They could and allow they could. them not pass the gate. And 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 they'd be stuck. I know. For example, I, and and I am I would be stunned if that is not what happens. I'd be stunned too. Yeah, they would, I'm, I'm yeah. sure they're going to screw over Uber. Yeah. So so let's move along. I don't want to go. Yeah, on that's fine. This I mean, much. we don't know any of that yet. We don't know any of that. We're again, we're speculating a lot. Let's go to Magic Kingdom. Let's finish at the Magic Kingdom. Let's go to Epcot. You don't want to finish at Epcot. That's the doozy. No, I want to oh. finish at the, I want to finish the Magic Kingdom because I disagree. I don't think that's the doozy. Go ahead. <laughs> Okay, so we will, uh, so Epcot, so let's first talk about one thing that we've been talking about a couple of times, Right, Ratatouille, an attraction inspired by Dave's favorite Pixar movie. It is Dave's favorite Pixar movie, he's not lying about it. I know, my favorite Pixar film. A few episodes ago, is coming to the French Pavilion, the attraction will be similar, and I think that means an exact clone, of the uh, Walt Disney Studios Park 1 in Paris. Maybe the front won't look the same. Which opened in 2014. And obviously they're not going to be speaking in French on the ride. Uh, Fair enough. So so it's not going to be be similar, Mike. Um, Again, it's basically screen technology. It's um, a trackless ride system, and you basically see... You go through Paris or whatever, and Ratatouille and hijinks ensue, and all that kind of stuff. Um, ladies, I have ladies heard and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, reviews about this attraction. To be honest, um, Ratatouille essentially is a. Um, you can look at it on on YouTube. Feel free if you haven't done so. Um, it is the the movie is brilliant. Like I said, I, th- I think it's the best film Pixar has ever done. Um, I know I'm not alone on that. I also know that other people disagree, but it's a fantastic film. Probably the, one of the best reviewed films Pixar has ever done for sure. Um, it's also one of the most adult. Um, and it, this ride, however, is basically another one of these ten minute retellings of the movie. Is that true? with a little tweak here and there, but it's basically putting you into the kitchen, you know, um, and, and all these kind of things. And it is based around 3D film technology. Mm-hmm. And yeah. your car is taking you from one film screen to another, right, essentially, with, or uh, with things around here, you know, like a spoon and... Right, nothing moving. I mean, you're right. just, you know... So it's... Scenery. It's just a glorified 3D film. Right. A trackless system. Um, right. Now, we know that we think that's what's going to happen at Mickey. Uh, we sure think that's going to happen in both of the Star Wars film, uh, Star Wars rides. Sure. It is exactly what has happened in both of the Pandora rides, with mm-hmm. the exception of the one animatronic. Right. Um, so we see a trend here. Yeah, there's no way not to talk about Universal, and I spent there's no way not to talk about this. I spent years mocking Universal for always using screens, and Disney is following right. suit. They're doing so, exactly the same. I don't know if right. it's cheaper, if that's why, or or they just think it's cooler. I have no idea. 
so Mike Mike jumped right on top of, of where I was going, uh, and, and but but he did it in a way that I think capsulized it better than I would have done by saying the universal thing. Um, for those of you who never have gone to Universal, and I am in that crowd. Well, we went years and years, years ago. and years ago. Yeah. I'm not part of the new rides. I've never been on the new rides. I have no interest in spending the extra money and trying to get over there. Right. Um, uh, <laughs> all of these rides that are coming out now. I mean, this is what Universal pioneered. This is what Universal really was the change. This was the big difference between Disney's e-tickets and Universal's. Mm -hmm. Disney was doing big animatronics and big roller coasters at the time. And Universal was building this kind of thing. And now we've moved over there. And Mike, I don't like them. No, I don't either. I mean, I'm not a fan of this. And no. I, don't, I don't know why we continue... To do this and go down this road with these things, um, you know, I, I I said the one you know I was saying bad things about Toy Story Land, but geez, at least those are actual rides, right? Those are rides. you know, uh, and God bless it, I can't wait to see them. You know, they look like they're going to be cool. The Snow White coaster was a coaster, and they made a big deal about how with that was really cool animatronics, and they made a big deal about it when they opened it up, right? Try to differentiate it from what uh, Universal Studios was doing, so. Why do we keep doing? Why do we keep going down this road with these things? I mean, what has happened to Imagineering that they've lost their creativity almost entirely in this? T in what is the classic Walt attraction? There's two explanations for it. One is the people above, you know, the Imagineers have said that this is what has to happen. I guess for I mean, some I reason. So I don't know. Or why Imagineers they care. just aren't as good as they used to be. Look at the the Frozen ride, or a combination is another one, based on movies, creatively done. They put they put films on the faces. <laughs> they're still animatronics, at least though. They're, kind, they're animatronics, but that was sort of the bridge. Now we're going all whole hog at these movie things, these film based, these screen based things. Mm -hmm. You know where all the movement in the rivers in the in the. Um, the river journey, all the movement that's happening besides the animatronic is all screen-based. All screen-based. You know, so it's just, it's, we're getting down a road here, and I, I don't want to be the Debbie Downer all the time, but I do not like this kind of attraction. I don't want to see movie screens. I'll go to the movies for that. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, it was the, when I was listening to all of these attractions, all of their announcements, that's what struck me, each and every one of them. I was a little unclear about the Mickey Mouse one, but I think they're talking about movie does screens. seem that way. But we're reading between the lines on we that are. one. But I, yeah, we are. Um, maybe hope, may, hopefully we're wrong. Now, having said that, at least Ratatouille works thematically with Epcot. Oh, uh, and where it is, absolutely. However, Frozen, <laughs> the ride itself, as it's situated, is not. A, it doesn't it doesn't show you Paris. It doesn't talk about. No. It just happens to be in Paris. It could you could you could be on the floor in a kitchen in the Bronx, Barcelona. You know, it could be anywhere. Milan. So just so here's the th another thing that drives me nuts. Just because the movie is based in France doesn't mean this damn thing belongs in Epcot. 
I mean, am I getting a little crazy about this? A little. Because that, to me, it's not much. The only difference between this ride being here and Frozen is that this actually takes place in France Shh. when Frozen takes place in a fictional Norwegian well, place. Yes. Yeah, no, Frozen is okay. a long word. But, we but, so but, but. No, no. <laughs> Go ahead. But everything you see in the ride, Mike, is fictional place. There is no Gustavs in Paris. Are you sure about that? Um, I mean, ninety uh, percent <laughs> of what you're seeing, because so much of it is based on what is in the movie. Go look at the attraction again. I mean, there are some parts of Paris. Okay. It is nice, but that's not the thrust of the attraction. That's not the story of the attraction. Is not Paris. Right. The story of the attraction is Remy and the cooking and the thing and the yacht in the kitchen and the and and uh, uh, Luigi and or no Linguini and all and all those things. That's the story, right? Right. It it no more belongs there than the nor than 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 what they put in instead of the maelstrom. No, I disagree because Arendelle's a fake country and and this takes place in France, as you said. But the other thing I would that say is, is a very wait, but in wait, the long term, wait. Mike, that is a very minor distinction between the two things. I wasn't done. Okay. <laughs> Paris, and is a very culinary city i agree okay all right i accept that i think that's an excellent point i'm gonna i'm gonna seed you that point okay yeah and right. you know this sort of touches on that kind of right cultural aspect and i'm sure the parisians would love the fact that a rat is cooking <laughs> your food and would really help with their tourism i'm gonna have no comment about that <laughs> I they mean, did have Remy walking through the restaurant at one point in time. I mean, I was there when I saw little Remy. And that was cool. I enjoyed that. So, um I I I am I'm, I'm again, we're we're turning and this is going to be something I mention constantly and it's we're going to we're going to mention it a couple more times before the end of the podcast and, <laughs> and I want and I want to get through the end of the podcast yes. soon. Um oy, oy. <laughs> not only can we not build a ride anymore that doesn't have screens in it, we cannot anymore build an original property no. for a park. And this is driving me batty. No, but It's driving me insane. Every single ride announced or built in the last however many years, probably since the Yeti. Yes, yeah, since Everest, yeah. Is a cross-marketing campaign with a film. And I'm... I understand that's what that what Walt did that, but people, before you start stick giving that, me this that nonsensical moronic <laughs> aspect, yes, Walt had a little one fifth of his park that he dedicated to the films he was making. One fifth yeah, of his that. park he dedicated to the films he was making. Right, the rest of his park were original ideas. Was original ideas, and the only remaining concept in his head for a park that we knew of before he died was Epcot, which had nothing to do with well, cross-marketing his Well, films. in fairness, Epcot was not a park. No, it was a that's city. exactly right. But the idea of using it to cross-market his films or to create the movies or shoehorn the movies into these yes. things was never on his agenda. That is not what Walt wanted with his parks. That is not what Walt wanted with his parks. So don't give me Walt. And I'm not going to try to sit here and say I know what Walt would do and all that kind of... I don't want to go down that rabbit hole of nonsense. Yeah, I can't stand that. But, but, but what I do know is that the classic, iconic Disney attractions that have 
that this very company is built on are almost entirely original properties. When people think of the great rides in Disney history, they think of pirates, think of the Haunted Mansion, they think of It's a Small World, and there's not a goddamn movie in the lot. No, and in fact, Iger would never have greenlit Haunted Mansion, or Soren, or Everest. I mean, I know he was on board uh, before Everest came opened, right? But it had already been greenlit, I think. Right. I don't. I don't think he was in charge of the park. Never with have Soren. done that. He would never have greenlit no, I mean, he, Everest. No, or, or Haunted or, Mansion, right. or Jungle Cruise, or Big Thunder Mountain. No, think because <laughs> keep those going. Space are not Mountain. We can go through all of them. <laughs> those <laughs> are not based upon a movie or exactly. a cartoon that they're putting out, or one of their Marvel comics. Um. Correct. Iger has, and he flat out said it. We're only using IPs. I mean, that's. I mean, they had to go out and buy Avatar just to come up with a shoehorn an IP to put in an Animal Kingdom. And I'll tell people you, who try to justify it are just wrong. So we're, but we are putting in some things that are semi-original. It looks like. Uh, into Epcot, so let's let's give them credit on that. Well, uh, we're gonna I mean, have a new chi- an updated China movie, which yeah, we hope is not going to be an animated Mulan cross. No, well, they campaign. talked about it's it's new <laughs> technology, and they're going to go to China to film it, and um, it's going to use it's going to still be Circle Vision, but it's the new digital technology where there will not be breaks in the screen; it'll be one continuous screen Very all the cool. way around. So it'll be interesting. So that's cool. So that's technology being developed for something that's not. But again, in, screens. Right. <laughs> okay. And the restaurant. Got to throw some dirt out on there. There's the restaurant, <laughs> which will be a space theme restaurant. Where this looks great. It looks great. You're sitting there, and uh, you know you can look out onto space. This again. I am, Mike. Of again, all the screens. things I read outside of the Star Wars stuff, I, this this really, I think this really looks cool. It does look cool. Yeah. I will say it looks cool. I mean, who knows what the re- the meal is going to be? I mean, it could be terrible, like Cinderella's castle or something like that. But. You well, know, I, hope it, I hope all the food doesn't come in those little pouches that they yeah, famously yeah. <laughs> um, It does look very, very cool, and, and I would, I think a lot of people will be interested to give it a shot. Um, I mean, it's almost like the coral reef, but instead of big fish tank in front of you, yeah. it's a movie screen of space, and you'll get to see different things going on. And they're going to have like futuristic-looking right. seats and uh, stuff on your table and all this kind of stuff, and... And uh, uh, it's going to be operated by the company that does uh, Tuto Italia and um, Morimoto, um, right? That group that does that. So uh, uh, you know, and they've 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 built nice restaurants. So we can't we can't worry about that too much. But um, this looks really really cool. So, but before we leave Epcot, no, oh, yes, <laughs> we need to pee in the cornflakes a little more here. Oh yeah, and talk to you this about. This is going to be a big pee in the cornflakes. Yeah, talk to you about the next thing, which if this you, is worse than Frozen if Ever you After. Think this is a good idea? Then, then there's <laughs> unsubscribe because we just <laughs> we just don't see eye to eye, me and you. No, but go ahead, tell them what this is. Oh, you're talking about me? I think this is a terrible idea. No, 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 no. Oh, all right. I mean, anyone. <laughs> so, tell them what this is. So, the universe of energy. Is going bye bye, which of course I don't know. I mean, other than our friends the hipsters, I don't know of anybody. It's who really awful. Loved it. It's I'm so I'm happy. I haven't been in it in years. Re- rejoice that we is don't have being to see that replaced anymore. by. And an it's called e- Ellen's Energy Venture. It has been Whatever. called Universe of Energy in about twenty five years. Whatever. 
but it's going to be replaced by a Guardians of the Galaxy e-ticket ride, which I don't know if they're going to try to shoehorn some sort of energy-based idea behind it. And the, the these dopes, Bob Chapik and Tom Fitzgerald. Hey, re- read what they said. Do you have that on you? Uh, no. Do you have it up there? I, uh, I'll find it. But go ahead. C- c- continue these, your point. <laughs> these dopes, <laughs> Bob Chapik and Tom Fitzgerald, uh, basically tried to justify, right from the beginning of this, they talked about how we li- listen to guest feedback and they really want, uh, you know, yeah, well, I, love blah, 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 I love it when they, they say that. I love it when they said it three yeah. times during yeah. the course of this. They said, um, you know, basically that, you know, I, we all, you know, want Guardians of the Galaxy there. And there's <laughs> they, a they reason. Tell, they tell us we all want that. Yeah. There's a reason, <laughs> there's a very good reason why the Guardians of the Galaxy is going into Epcot, and that's because Peter Quill, and for people who don't know, Peter Quill, Star-Lord, but yep. yeah, Main visited character. Epcot when he was a young lad, I guess in the uh, <laughs> late 80, uh, 80s. It was borderline... I mean, I, I like spit up my... It's spit, it's a spit take. Mike, I, regardless of going back and listening to what those two folks had to say... Um, let's just read you the, you the third sent the second sentence of the um, Disney Parks blog story on changes, which included Ratatouille coming to Epcot. But it, the, basically, it talks about the two e-tickets. First, comma, a Guardians of the Galaxy inspired attraction will be added to Future World. Adhering to the original vision of Epcot's Future World as the place to experience the excitement and adventure offered by space travel. They're idiots. They're just idiots. I mean, I mean or, or, or folks, they're, they're no not. Ma- they think we are. That's what it is. That is. That was just what I was going to say, Mike. They're not idiots. They're they think- just assuming all of their fans are idiots. Right. And uh, again, we, Mike and I have never been purists on this. In fact, no. Mike and I have gone toe-to-toe with purists uh, on this on more than one occasion, you know, fighting with purists about this park. But, I mean, they're right on this one. They're right on this one. This is... This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. And... This is worse than Frozen Ever After, in my mind. I, I agree. I mean, I liked Maelstrom, so I was a little disappointed they took that, but that's neither here nor there. Now, and I can't stand Universal. I mean, I, like I said, I haven't been on it in years, decades. Right. But this is atrocious and there's no um i mean there was a piece of concept art but there's it, two actually the, one from the outside one that inside and the inside one looks like it's a queue i mean it's just people it gathered in front of something well, well the other thing i know so we don't have any real they did information a, on what the ride will be no other than it's an e-ticket but they, they do have like because ha- the other one was the was the tower of terror this is obviously not going to be that right no it's not no it's not but they did a concept art for Epcot as a whole, um, with with you know while Tom Fitzgerald was up there, and the building doesn't look any different. Right. I mean, they show the building in the concept art. They show some other create like it looks like they're getting rid of the interventions buildings eventually and just have an open field there. Sure. But probably for food booths, but <laughs> festival grounds. Um, 
<laughs> that was snarky, um, but probably true. But if they don't change the universe of energy building at all, I, I don't know what they're going to do. It doesn't look like they're changing the universe of energy building at all. The outside, the front of it, the, when the concept art is clearly the same building. Yeah, they're probably just going to use that building for you know the queue and. I mean, is it going to be the same basic ride system? No, I would think they're going to gut that building, but keep it. Are and the Guardians going to go back in time and see dinosaurs for a little bit well, too? Maybe that would be fun. <laughs> I mean, Mike, uh, you know, it's it's one thing for them to do these things, uh, but, uh, you know, they just make it worse by saying things like this. No, they think uh, you're stupid. That's what it is. And that drives me batty. I hate it when they do that. But anyway, that's it for Epcot, right? Yes. Yes. So let's finish on what I think is the high note, the Magic (laughs) Kingdom. Um, Two things for the Magic Kingdom. Two things. You think think the high note, huh? I do. Uh, The first one being the theater. There's not much to stay on this other than they're building what looks like a beautiful building. Based upon one in Kansas City from the time that uh, right. Walt time that Walt Kansas lived City. in Kansas City. Before, yeah, right. 1920s Kansas City. He lived in Kansas City. Uh, and he, he, everybody talks about Marceline as the basis right. for, for um, which is sort of what was in his head when he created um, Main Street. But he was only in Marceline for a short time. But uh, he wasn't. He didn't spend. He didn't grow up there and live his whole life there. He just spent a short time. He was also in Kansas City for years, in Chicago for years, and places like his that. His first um, studio was in Kansas City. His wasn't first it? studio was in Kansas City. And the, yeah. the theater, by the way, is the Willis Wood Theater in Kansas City. Right. Right. Um, so really cool that, looking. And it looks, uh, from what I understand, they're actually building it in that. You know where that um, that bypass is, sort of behind Main Street. Yes. It's going to be back there. Yes. So it might, so might not, actually extend the courtyard. Well, kind of, yeah, Push I this guess. back yeah. and extend the courtyard, which so is good. Like, yeah, so fine. that'll open up the bottlenecks getting right. in and out. Um, so I think that's really kind of cool. Um, and it also says that they're going to be bringing world-class entertainment. I, I noticed that they managed to um, resist the temptation of saying Broadway anywhere in right. this. So it may just be movies. <laughs> I doubt it. You think it'll be a movie, like some I sort of three D Mickey's Full of Magic? Well, there, if or it's if it's a stage show, Mike, it's always a Broadway. I you what's know, the I phrase? Honestly, the Broadway style or Broadway sure. uh, caliber? Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> they didn't use that, and then so. never is. But um, maybe it's going to be comedians. That'd be cool. Maybe Magic Act. Maybe Off Kilter is going to play. David there. Copperfield is coming. <laughs> coming to uh, <laughs> coming to Main Street, USA, and finally. You think this is bigger than Guardians of the Galaxy? I mean, Guardians was. I don't think it's bigger. I think it's more better. Annoying, but... Oh, and I think well, of. I, I mean, think I think of, everything else on this list was better. I think of all. <laughs> no, I think of all of the um, things that I've seen here, uh, stuff that we know. The right. Tron coaster is off the hook. Cool. I mean, it just looks crazy good. <laughs> Yeah, it might be cool. I mean, I mean it just looks radically I like the building. Neat. It looks good the where it is. The building looks fantastic. Oddly, they didn't take away the speedway, which we had all heard that they were going to do. Right. It's like, And it looks like it's actually built on top of the train track, so the train yep. is going to run underneath it. Yeah. So you actually have to go up. It basically, right. it starts on the second story, yeah. basically. Um, so it's, all that's interesting. I, I agree with you. And it should be open for the 2021, when the, the uh, 50th anniversary of... Um, Magic right. King, oh, excuse me, of uh, uh, Walt Disney World is. Um, I mean, I, I I was never a Tron fan. I mean, I don't no, care about but, the but, but, I, but, but it but, looks fine. But I mean, this coaster and this building and the things, I yeah. mean, this looks like 
Uh, yeah, Tron is not a movie that they that they're going to cross market to anybody. Nobody's going to like it, whether the coaster's there or not. Well, they're talking about so they're making u- another one. So they're that's... using the movie as just sort of a basis to build this, kind of like they did to me, like Splash Mountain, and they're going to create a something that fits thematically, um, you know, and fits in uh, visually. Um, I mean, this seems to be if you're going to integrate movies into a park. They seem. This seems to be the concept of all the concepts that I've seen here, that works the best, ex- excluding Star Wars. Um, this seems to be good because it seems to it seems to belong there. It. I mean, it looks great next to the space, space museum, uh, looks, space restaurant. It looks I mean, great next to Space it does. Mountain. It does. It fits I mean, it, the it, mat, you know, it fits and if visually aesthetically, and if you've seen the video of right. it from Shanghai and the building from there, um, it's going to work. It's good. if they if they just take that building, you know, and uh, that whole thing and bring it over here, it's going to work. Mm-hmm. And and I and I'm I I I I, I want to end on a high note, Mike. I want to <laughs> because um, it. Oh, I'm, I wanted to show you the building from. Want to show me the building? I saw the building. You've seen you've seen that? Okay. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know. That, I didn't know whether or not you've seen no, the building. It's a cool this, building. Yeah, I mean, the building is amazing. It'll look great over there. It'll look absolutely. Perfect. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited about and it. I tomorrow think it looks ne- needs help. I mean, I, I would hope for a complete overhaul of Tomorrowland, but this is better than nothing. The only thing I can say after this D23, I mean, it has been, um, it was certainly amazing in the amount of stuff that came through. Um, but the feeling I get after this is I really want um, Bob Iger to run for governor. Yeah, I want him out. I mean, because I, I can't do this anymore. We can't, we cannot just, we can't turn every park into the studios park. We cannot do. I just right. can't do it. We have a park that is there for that. We want. I want as a Disney fan a place where Imagineers can build something new. That's all. And yeah, Iger I mean, won't allow that. No, and that's obvious that. now. Right. You're not going to get that till Iger goes. And I, and I hope Iger goes soon. Um, and all the people who ever bashed Michael Eisner. I mean, Eisner was a much better not. for the parks. A much better. Uh, CEO of Disney. Absolutely. A, th- a thousand times better. Absolutely. Now, for other aspects, he television, made mistakes. movies, he made mistakes. Iger, I, I, you, can't, you cannot knock Iger's um, record in terms of movies no. and buying. I mean, he they've made a boatload from buying Star Wars, Pixar, Marvel, and making those movies. And Marvel has been fantastic, and they did a great job with Star Wars and blah, blah, blah. blah. I, got, I got that. After, the, after his CFO, well, Frank Wells? Yeah. After his death. When Iger took over the budgeting and stuff, that's when he got in trouble. And then he started pulling the budgets out. And, I, and that's what people got so upset about was these sort of slipshod, you know, tractions and areas built, you know, rushed out there and built on a, on a shoestring budget when they, you know, when the concepts came out of not. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we were all expecting the Beastly Kingdom and what did we get? Camp Mini Mickey. Right. You know, I mean. He ended his tenure on a down note sure. with the parks for sure. Right. But throughout his years in the parks, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, you can't compare the two. I mean, Iger has just turned it all into a giant, you know, movie store. Basically. Know? Yeah. Everything's based on a movie. And when the when the ride's over, you go into a store with all the paraphernalia from that movie. Right. And Basically. then they spend all their time telling me that they're not actually doing that. 
that they're adhering to Walt's vision of this. Well, they make that nonsense up. I mean, that's just uh, nonsense. So I've done enough belly aching for today. That's a long <laughs> enough show. Anything else you want to mention before no, we go? That's it. Okay. Well, so I'm sure many of you want to scream at me. Uh, you can find me at jombo everyone at gmail.com. You just said you don't even go on Twitter. That I that's why I gave him the email address. Jombo oh, everyone at gmail.com right. is really the best way to do it. I I I would much prefer to engage via email uh, than on Twitter. Uh, because I cannot understand the concept of debating in 140 characters or less. I just can't do it. I just don't have it in. I don't know how to. Mike knows how to. I don't know how no, to. No, this show, what, 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 about an hour and a yeah, half? This will tell you exactly right. right. I just don't know how to do it. So so <laughs> I, I, I uh, that's the best way to do it. You can tweet Mike at Jombo Everyone. You can tweet me at Radio Harambe. Uh, if there's anything really groundbreaking there, Mike will probably tell me that somebody tweeted me something that I need to read, yeah. which he does tend to do from time to time. Uh, and uh, But if you really want want to talk to me copy mike's tweet tweet is both that's fine because then if it's something really cool mike will absolutely tell me i need to get i need to read this and, and see what's here uh you can follow us on instagram at disney's animal kingdom on instagram um we're also on facebook all that kind of stuff um hope you enjoyed the show <laughs> for safari mike i'm dave mcbride <laughs> quaharini go well and thank you for listening to radio harambe <laughs> Na kungu, na utukupu, 